from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio, welcome to Celebrating Powerhouse Women. Celebrating Powerhouse Women is proudly presented by CAB Incorporated and Capital City Home Loans. And hello again, everybody, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Celebrating Powerhouse Women. I am your host, Amanda Pierch, and this is the vibrant series that salutes and recognizes women leaders making an impact in our community. Today is a special edition as I am joined by a fellow young professional and a mover and a shaker here in Gwinnett, Jasmine Billings. Good morning, Jasmine. Good morning. Thank you for joining us on the show today. Thank you. For those of you who might be unfamiliar with Jasmine, she is the Community Development Manager for the City of Lawrenceville. She is also the Chair for the Gwinnett Young Professionals, and she participates in the, what's the word, Jasmine? What's the role on the Gwinnett Chamber? <laughs> you said it. The, it's, it's an ex-officio member. Ex-officio yes. member. So she represents yes. the young professionals. She is the seat and the mm -hmm. voice for the young professionals yes, on the actual board of the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce. Yes. So we're delighted to have you in studio today. For those who might not know what a community development manager does, share with us a little bit about your role. Absolutely. Um, first and foremost, thank you for inviting me to Business Radio X. I'm super excited to be here. Um, and so my role, I like to say, is... Um, it's just all about collaboration. And so what I always tell people is that in the city of Lawrenceville, the people that live there, the community members that visit, um, people that drive through, how is it to keep, how do we keep you engaged? How do we um, make sure that you feel like um, your voice is heard, you feel like you are able to see yourself in our events, our programming, different things of that nature. And so um, I work as a community development manager um, and my role entails our business, downtown business liaison. And so I'm just connecting with the downtown businesses and making sure that they're equipped and um, up to date on all things Lawrenceville. Um, I manage our events and programs. So anything that's happening at the Lawrenceville lawn, um, whether that's a concert, um, prelude to the fourth, a Christmas event, um, I manage our team that just plans, details, and executes that, um, as well as our internship programs. And so we'll talk about that more probably a little later, but um, we have our Summer of Impact internship program um, where we connect with um, local high schools in the area to just provide some workforce development for those students um, over the summertime. And so just managing that program with our city and making sure that um, our departments are equipped with you know all the tools and resources that they need as well. Um, I do a lot of different things. I also manage film. <laughs> so anyone that wants to film in downtown Lawrenceville or just in Lawrenceville in general, um, they come through our department and I just make sure that all the key parts and all the key figures that need to um, be in the know are in the know of what's going on. And so Film is very robust in Gwinnett County, um, and it's something that, you know, we continue to evolve and grow on. And so um, making sure that our film our film guidelines are up to date and just making sure that anyone that wants to do that in Lawrenceville is equipped with everything they need to know about um, the rules and regulations of that. Um, I also serve as our Lawrenceville Art Commission staff liaison as well, which is really exciting. We just launched that in October of 2020. And so, you know, with Arts Gwinnett going around and, um, you know, the master plan for Gwinnett County, um, it's really important for us to just collaborate with um, the efforts that are happening just around the county in general. And so bringing those, you know, public art into the um, Lawrenceville is just really important to us. And so having that commission with voices who love the arts is really important. So I get to um, lead that board and just work with and collaborate with them as well. So it's really all about cultivating community, really and truly. So my role 
expands. There's no one day that looks the same, which is really nice. And um, I just get to work with a lot of different people like yourself. So, oh. yeah. Well, it sounds like you, you do quite a bit for the city of Lawrenceville. <laughs> My yeah. question is, as you are a Gwinnett native, you graduated mm-hmm. from Brookwood High School. Yes, go Broncos. Go Broncos. <laughs> and um, obviously outreach is not only a passion of yours, but it's something that you're, you're really quite good at. Mm-hmm. How did you kind of, how were you led or called to serve in this yes. role? Take us uh, maybe from, I guess, college where you went to Georgia Southern University mm-hmm. and you got your bachelor's of science in sports management. Yes. And then flip flop <laughs> into the outreach, obviously, uh, just kind of fill in the gaps for us. Yes. So, um, you know, sports has always been something that I've been passionate about. Um, I ran track in high school, played softball. My family's a big sports fans. And so for us, it was, you know, really important for me that I knew in order for me to go to college, I just um, use sports as that avenue, use sports as something to kind of lead me down that path. And so I always thought I was going to do what I'm doing now in the sports world, which led me to um, getting a degree in sports management, getting my master's in sports administration, and just really um, using sports as a leveraging tool for myself and just connecting with people that were, you know, that also use sports as a way uh, ends to a mean, if that makes any sense. Um, Through the years, you know, as I was working in hospitality and tourism in downtown Atlanta, um, working at the College Football Hall of Fame, which I loved, um, there for three years when we first opened, um, I realized that community really was more of my passion. And so um, being able to um, use sports as a leveraging tool and like, you know, and leverage that opportunity was really important to me. But seeing things in the community of how... um, sports impacted people's lives or, you know, activations, you know, going to table an event, you know, having a booth at an event and just listening to the community of what their needs are, what their wants are and their desires and their passions really, really motivated me. And so I knew around that time that, you know, I really wanted to learn more about events. How do I really connect to people? through events in my and that's how I felt in my um that's where I felt motivated me and so um I you know started looking around and saw that you know um there was an event coordinator position that opened up for the city of Lawrenceville five years ago and it was really cool because I was like, you know, let's try it out. You know, I've never, I've, I've executed events, but I've never planned and detailed an event, you know, from start to finish. And so it was really great. I thought, um, you know, my director at the time took a chance on me and um, just really saw something in me, which I think it's really important when people see something in you um, to believe them. And to, you know, maybe pick their brains a little bit more and say, okay, what you see this in me, what do you think, what are some ways that I can um, evolve within this, you know, um, and be important to is really important. And so I um, started with Lawrenceville five years ago as an event coordinator and um, got to really understand the essence of community. Um, really got to work with some really great people and continue to work with great people who just um, really love their city and really love the county. And growing up in Gwinnett County, um, I always joke around and say like, you know, there's a there's a different element of pride here in Gwinnett you know when you're born here raised here you go to school here um, I think just you know the essence of your friends and family that are here too it's beautiful to see that in the community and so I get to connect with those people on a daily mm-hmm. um, and so yeah so as, as I, my career evolved within the city um, in 2020 our, our team kind of flipped and so it was a time for us to get to be creative and and that's where this role kind of built that out of and so being able to be creative being able to um, take those challenges and take the things that you know with the pandemic we had never gone through that and so being able to um, sit down with our team and be strategic before thinking it, it really um, gave me a chance to see what community really looked like and so all of those different elements it's just what really you know drove my passion to continue to stay in the community and continue to really just want to um, be people focused 
and invest your time, treasures, and talents yes. to Lawrenceville. Mm-hmm. Now, was this community development role something that was in existence prior to 2020, or was it developed for you to transition to from your previous role? It was developed. And so um, I had a, um, when I first started, um, a lot of roles um, were kind of intertwined with in, with each other. And so as an event coordinator, like I mentioned, I planned detailed executed events. Um, however, you know, we start building programs. So we started having our internship program. Um, Main Streets was a program that we were starting to manage. And so this role was really just developed um, because what we saw was that um, when you look at community development, when you look at economic development, those are two separate things that intertwine with each other. And so, um, you you know, I had a director at the time who I adore. She's one of my sheroes. Um, I remember one day she sat me down and said, okay, what do you want to do? Economic development or community development? Which one do you really want to learn and focus on? And I was like, I really want to learn about economic, you know? And um, she mentioned the difference between the two for me. And then um, I realized that community was really my passion. Mm-hmm. The people, um, how do we make sure that they feel like they, they're, they're thriving? How do we make sure that we have a vibrant um, community? How do we make sure that we're connecting with the people that live here, that visit here, um, and that attend events and different things of that nature? And so, um, yeah, it took off from there. You know, it's interesting because um, I was when I first started I remember being asked what don't you like to do um, and I was like I this hate networking I know right <laughs> I'm like uh, you do not hate networking oh Jasmine Amanda. you're such a natural that is so is great it developed because it was developed. developed yes very nice so um, networking wasn't my favorite thing to do you know walking into a room and not knowing anyone and someone asking you what do you do what do you like to do what's your passion it just I would freeze mm-hmm. um, and but I think it was because I wasn't um, pushed to learn that I wasn't pushed to like you know massage that muscle or just grow that muscle and so when I started here with Lawrence and with the city of Lawrenceville um, I had someone that saw that in me and said I know that you are going to be a great networker one day Um, you're going to go to the redevelopment summit you're going to go to you know you're going to be a part of Gwinnett Young Professionals Um, you're going to be a part of Glance Gwinnett you're going to learn and meet people and movers and shakers here in the community and because once you learn who they are and once you get to meet the people here in in this community um, networking becomes you know second nature um and that's a true testament from even last night being um, a part at the Gwinnett Chamber board meeting and meeting and seeing people that I've met over time over the years and feeling comfortable right and so um it's just been a beautiful experience to even be a part of that and just to have someone pour into me and see that in me well I will say I think that the first time you and I met was at a Gwinnett Young Professionals networking event I think it was maybe at the what is that mill one? Was it River Mill over here on the yes. corner? Mm-hmm. Or 101 Bagel, either way. Your vibrant personality immediately drew me to you. You know, I think you and I almost instantly connected and mm-hmm. we've re- retained a relationship that has continued to grow over Absolutely. the year throughout our careers as mm-hmm. they both evolved uh, over the past five years. I do want to just give you a quick shout out because I failed to mention this in the beginning. Um, last year, the Gwinnett Young Professionals started the initiative of the top 35 under 35 young yes. professionals. And uh, in Annually, they host a what's called they party yes. with YP capitalized for the emphasis yes. on the YP. And so they select 35 young professionals mm-hmm. to be the top 35. And I was on the scoring committee this year and we had over 200 people. And then we narrowed it down to 75 different 
finalists and out of those finalists was 35 qualified winners but mm-hmm. among that was the GYP of the year which is awarded to you yes so congratulations <laughs> on all of your efforts and your recognition and I'd like to just uh, I watched the little the video after because unfortunately mm-hmm. you weren't be able to yes. be at the event share with our listeners a little bit about what that experience was like and and how you connect so profoundly to the young professionals yes um Shout out to Copenhagen professionals, right? Chase, um, Chase Molly, Adam. Adam. Oh my gosh. And their leader. And you know, Nick, just pouring into that program too. Um, it's been a journey. And I will say that um, my initial um, introduction of Copenhagen professionals was in 2018. I was a part of um, GYP Leadership Institute, which is now Journey. Mm-hmm. And it just gives you a glance into having that peer-to-peer connection, learning about um, what's happening around, but also being able to learn about yourself in the process. And I've done a lot of work on learning who I am and feeling secure in who I am. Um, and, you know, as young professionals, we talk about imposter syndrome. We talk about sometimes being the only one um, in the in the arena that looks like you or, you know, is your age range, different things of that nature. But GYP really did a great job at just connecting the dots and connecting you to peers that you can connect with, you know, like yourself, like we said, meeting at just different morning mixers or after the hour clocks and things like that. And so um, very, very grateful for everything um I, when when chase called and let me know that i was named gyp of the year i, I literally told her to stop lying <laughs> um just because i just was shocked and you know i'm just so used to and i continue to do the work and, and you know, i love what i do um and i think it's important to love what you do because when you do that um not that things come easy but you're you feel like things are effortless, right? The connections that you build or um, the learnings that you get to learn along the way, the teachings that you get to learn along the way, those become to your to the point of like you're, you feel effortless because you love it so right. much. It's your passion and right. you feel like this is the season that, you know, I'm this is where I'm supposed to be and I wholeheartedly right. believe that yes. and you thrive, exactly. And so um, I've honestly just been doing the work. I mean, I was really shocked and I'm still shocked. I sometimes still, I, it's, it's insane, but I love the fact that you know this is truly for young professionals who continue to learn about themselves continue to grow within themselves um to continue to evolve over time you know you know your career is going to change um the people that you meet the people that are your friends your family those some of those things change over time however um being secure in yourself and being grounded in who you are helps along the way and i think that gyp does a really great job at just connecting the dots with just that that peer-to-peer um i have long-lasting friendships within gyp Um, and I just continue to just be grateful. I think I'm in a season of gratitude, honestly, right now, and just being able to, um, see my peers continue to, to, to be vibrant and to Mm -hmm. be happy with what they're doing. And when they're not, they just know where they need to take the shift, you know? And I think that's okay too. I think sometimes we glorify, um, I think sometimes we continue to glorify um, just the struggle or like, you know, as a young professional, we have to put our nose down and just grind, grind, grind. But it's okay to enjoy the hallways along the way to the next door. And um, I'm in that season of just being present and just enjoying the hallways along to the next door and to the next opportunity, just because I think that's really important to me. And it's just something that I want to, you know, focus on as I continue to grow into my career. I like that analogy. Enjoy the hallways. My mom always says you have to 
work to live, not live to work. Yes. And as you mentioned, <laughs> having a passion or enthusiasm for what you do kind of makes the day to day a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, just another plug for the GYP, much like you five years ago when I came into the Gwinnett Marketplace, that was one of the first places that I stopped was GYP. Mm-hmm. And this was before I was with Business Radio X. And I found my footing as far as some um, allies, yes. some peers, mm-hmm. some mentorship, and as far as kind of getting a lay of the land as a newbie to the Gwinnett Marketplace. Mm-hmm. So I can not speak enough volumes and as a testament you and I yes. to the wonderful things that you can access through participating. Yes, absolutely. So I highly encourage any young professionals out there listening that they should look up on, online or join us at a mixer. Exactly. We're happy to have you. GwinnettYoungProfessionals.com. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I was asking you before the show, and I'd like you to kind of share just a little bit more mm-hmm. about the internship program, because I think yeah. that's really important. And I know it's something that you're passionate about. So elaborate for us. Yes. Yeah, so um, youth involvement, youth engagement is definitely something I'm really passionate about. I think um, I mentioned to you, you know, as an athlete growing up, that was an end to a mean I knew in order for me to go to college, I needed to get a scholarship. And so I think there are a lot of students out there in this world who are student athletes and that's their end to the mean um however they there's no plan after that and sometimes they don't know what their passions are we don't we may not know as young you know younger in our in our high school days what we even are good at or what we want to do and so this internship is um the summer of impact and it's partnered with impact 46 and so what we do is we um during the eight weeks of the summertime we take rising juniors rising seniors and graduated seniors from central Gwinnett high school and discovery high school and um, provide them with workforce development opportunities um they are able to um go work at a law office possibly um working work in healthcare. we have about five to six interns that work in um with the city of lawrenceville and just various departments and so it's an incredible program built um, um, back in 2018, about four years ago, um, that really just leverages that eight weeks of the summer. Um, the students are all paid and they're able to really grow their network. Um, I know there's a lot of uh, students who are not able to, maybe they didn't have connections growing up or maybe their parents are not really sure, okay, what avenue they wanna take. And so it's important for us to be able to build those connections for them and build those resources. And so um, they learn about local government. They learn and they get to meet the mayor and council and um, you know, Chairwoman Nicola Hendrickson, we just had our celebration dinner, um, was our keynote speaker. And so being able to be in rooms with um, leaders in Gwinnett County that they may not have otherwise right. got to meet in other circumstances. At such a young age. At such a young yeah. age. I'm talking 15, 16, you know? Um, and what's great about that is that these students, not only are we teaching them, they're also teaching us. Um, I, what I always like to say is they're bringing us into the 21st century just because there are so many things that students are doing now, whether that's on social media yeah. or um, just the way they think and the way they create that are much different than how we grew up. Right. And so it's really important for us to pour into them and have them pour into us as well so that we can continue to build that work workforce that next you know um, work generation and so that's really important for us for the this internship program and we have many employers and many partners who um, we're grateful for that you know see the vision of what the summer of impact is and want to be involved um, whether that's providing an internship whether that's um, providing space for a luncheon or providing speakers to come and speak to the students during their work um during their weekly sessions, their community sessions. And um, that's really important to us. And so we continue just to be grateful for that. And this program has built over time. Um, we started with 10 internships, um, 10 interns, I'm sorry. And uh, from there, we this past summer, we had 31. Wow. 
And um, from there, we go into like our Love Lawrenceville Day where we bring students from all the schools in Lawrenceville and they're able to kind of learn about local government and they're able to just learn about um, the different businesses within downtown or within Lawrenceville that they otherwise may not have gone to or may not have visited. Right. Um, when I'm, whenever I go speak to the, to the students at the high schools, I always ask, who's ever visited downtown Lawrenceville? Mm-hmm. Um, and you look and it's just blank stairs um and or some will say you know i've been to mccray's or i've been to cosmos you know things of that nature um but it's really great to share with them you know just what's in their backyard and i think that's our biggest piece is that you know there's so many things that are happening right now that affect you on the daily basis and learning about local government learning about council sessions and work sessions and you know meeting your mayor and council and learning about who to talk to when there's a problem or if you have questions or whatever the case may be whatever it is that you need you know knowing that there's a there's a network here in Lawrenceville that can help you and you don't have to seek that outside of that and so that's just really what this internship has brought over time and these students are learning about their passion and their purpose and we have students who say I think I want to be a lawyer and so they go work at a law office and then after those eight weeks they're like I don't want to be a lawyer (laughs) I'm not interested in being a lawyer you know Um, just because they see the hours or they see what actually goes into it or like the school process that goes there and um, you know shout out to all of our lawyers out there that are doing great things and we're super excited that they're a part of this you know and it's just not your um your hands-on it's a very it's a very hands-on experience but it's not your labor-intensive job so they're not outside you know picking weeds in the summer and things of that nature they're really getting those transferable skills Mm -hmm. that will help them in the long run and a nice uh look good on your resume oh absolutely experience and probably a letter of recommendation from whomever they did the internship with yes i have a couple questions um so a number one the first thing i was thinking when you said that is what an awesome opportunity to kind of try out a field before you decide you want to go to college for that yes so like you mentioned law like oh I'm curious but oh no I'm not gonna waste that many no no waste pardon me (laughs) I'm not going to invest that many years Mm -hmm. in my law degree because I'm not truly that passionate Mm -hmm. so that gives people an opportunity to kind of like try before you buy if that makes sense my question as a business owner is how would someone get involved in that internship program uh, to be considered one of the uh, employers that someone could come and intern with yeah, that's a great question. So we have several steps. So um, we first um, have our Love Lawrenceville Day where we invite employers to just have the students come to your business and share with them about what you do. And so we seek um, opportunities of that nature through Impact 46, and they'll reach out to different businesses in Lawrenceville. Um, and it's also a word of mouth, right? And so if you see that, um, if you are a, like I said, we'll mention a law group again, if you're a law group, you may speak to your network and say, hey, this, you know, if you're looking for interns, you should go to Love Lawrenceville Day and just learn more about it. Um, from there, we do business recruitment. And so we send out email blasts, we send out, um, so we put it on social media and just share about this opportunity so that people can get more in the know and more involved Um, and then we also have um, just various meetings about them as well and so in the beginning of the year in January we sit down and have roundtable discussions Um, we'll do interviews uh, mock interviews with the students and so the schools are a big proponent of that as well because they have partners that they work with on it throughout the year and so those partners we invite them to the table and they're able to share with us you know what type of student are you looking for do you need someone who um, is you know able to do computer and software programming are you looking for someone who's more tech savvy more creative you know Um, that helps us narrow down and get with what businesses we need to have at the table and what we're missing too right and so um, we many different ways but those are the two biggest those are the two biggest ways that we um, recruit throughout the um, throughout the year 
Silly question. Do they have to be in Lawrenceville? They don't. Okay, cool. Actually, it's, it's so just what, Gwinnett. Yeah. So okay. it's what's interesting is that we, we we love Lawrenceville. We want Lawrenceville businesses. However, we know that, you know, city limits are a little bit different depending right. on what map you're looking at. And so um, we do have some businesses that are outside of Lawrenceville. The only challenge that we see is the transportation. Right. And so these students are relying on mom and dad, mm-hmm. uncle, brother, sister, right. whatever, to um, take them to their jobs to and from. And so realistic. Yes, we want to make it realistic. And so we do, you know, the schools are not too far from downtown. The schools are not too far from the um, Lawrenceville businesses that they go to, like Gwinnett Pharmacy and things right. like that. And so we try to keep it realistic. But we do, um, if students, we know that we, we do you have in there, like, you know, transportation is important. And so um, we ask if they have their own transportation just to make sure that um, a business who is a little bit further out can still have um, students if they're interested. Perfect. Well, congratulations on that initiative, and thank you for sharing that with our listeners. For those of you who are just joining us, I am speaking with Jasmine Billings, and we are going to take a quick break to recognize some of our partners of the series, and when we return, we're going to kind of unpack some personal things with Jasmine. Since 1982, CAB Incorporated has been a distinguished leader in manufacturing and global sourcing, serving a variety of industries, including infrastructure, hydraulics, automotive, and rail, with their precision machined iron and steel products. As a woman-owned company, CAB Incorporated is proud to be a returning partner of the Celebrating Powerhouse Women Series. With strong roots in the past and firm footing in the future, Capital City Home Loans combines an old-fashioned sense of community with a progressive attitude. They are a trusted full-service lender, offering mortgage finance products and empowering their associates to help clients choose the best options. They are focused on being the best and strongest lender in the Southeast. Visit cchl.com locations to see all of their offices, including Gwinnett. And welcome back to Celebrating Powerhouse Women. I am your host, Amanda Pierce, joined in studio today by Jasmine Billings. And before the break, we were learning about all the wonderful offerings and all the programs that the city of Lawrenceville has to offer. Um, I am noticing here at the top of your bio that it says 200 Lawrenceville Bicentennial. Mm -hmm. So am I correct in understanding that in 1821, Lawrenceville was established? Yes. Wow. So they just in 2021 celebrated a 200 year anniversary. 200 years. Yes. That's amazing. So much rich history to Mm -hmm. be shared like you were talking about mm-hmm. um, with not only the youngsters um, but just with the community as absolutely a whole. very nice well let's talk about a little bit of um, kind of personal development I know you said that that's something that you've been working really hard on and mm-hmm. and I can see that the testament to your efforts share with our listeners some of the things that you do personally to stay kind of grounded and balanced throughout all of the hats that you wear and all of the events that you juggle um, something that you do to kind of you know take a moment for yourself oh my gosh so many things it's really important um my values i'm really uh faith and my family my friends my loved ones my support system oh my gosh it's so important that i continue to pour into them like they pour into me um you know i to stay grounded and to just really um just really approach life in a way that i'm continued to be present um i really just 
really just put myself around my family and friends and my support system that I love so much. You know, I think that it's important. Sometimes we get pulled in so many different directions and um, I'm not able to be my best self if I don't feel as if I am in a, in a, in a grounded position, you know? And so being able to talk to my family and friends, being able to just um, let my hair down and just have a good time as far as like, you know, just kicking my feet up and enjoying life. You know, I love to travel. I love to, um, I'm a pet mom. I mentioned, um, and so I love, to just be with my dog and just um simply just be you know um one thing I do um just to keep myself grounded is journal Me too. I love journaling and um I got into it about a couple of years ago um and I just wanted to get my thoughts out but in a way that didn't um feel judgmental mm-hmm. in a way that didn't well, nobody's feel ever gonna read them exactly that's, that's the purpose yeah. <laughs> do you write in first or third person um first me too <laughs> I do I'm like you know like me, yeah. I have to this is me this is mm-hmm. my thoughts this is my internal internal thoughts and it just helps me um get that off of me you know and so sometimes when life is stressful sometimes when um I don't say work-life balance I say work-life boundaries mm-hmm. just because I think that um Life is forever. The balancing act of life, it it changes every day, every week, every month. But the boundaries are what's really important to me. And so in order for me to be my best self, I have to really listen to my boundaries because they're created for me and not for others. Um, And so when I think about, you know, Jasmine, it's been a hard week. What's something that's going to help you just, you know, relax and just get away? I journal. I go to Target and just walk around sometimes. Um, sometimes I call my dad. Um, I, I love my dad and we just, you know, sometimes he he helps me balance it all out, right? And just helps me get my thoughts out in a way that's constructive for me and not in, you know, self-isolation and things like that. And so those are just a, a couple of ways, but the journaling has helped me um, really learn how to use my words more, mm-hmm. I would say. And so if I'm frustrated about something or if I can't really um, be the strategic thinker that I really want to be sometimes I'm just like okay let me just draw this picture and see if this is what I'm trying to Mm -hmm. you know describe or let me just write these words and see what what really is sticking out to me and what really motivates me right now in the season Um, so those are a few a few ways do you ever go back um, sometimes I do because I have like a Rubbermaid tub for full of journals <laughs> all the way from high school and just pick one up and look at the date like uh, you know today's the 12th and go back three years five years and look at the date and read your entry to see how far you've come or see what absolutely. life was like five years ago absolutely I, like doing that. I love doing that um, because growth right um, I love being able to see how I felt in a moment three years ago versus how I feel now. Um, And typically what I write about is around the same thing, you know, like my professional life um, is really important to me. Um, But I, I, I can't remember who I was talking with, but I met someone who said, you know, you have to remain authentic in your professional and your personal life. And how do those things blend together? We're at work 40 plus hours a week, you know, and, um, and that's not including networking events and just going out and having lunch and learns and things Mm -hmm. like that. And so how can I be my most authentic self wherever I show up? And that's really important to me. And so I read something three years ago and I realized, wow, I was in a season where I was really learning who I was. Um, and I, it's not always the prettiest, Mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes it's one of those things where you're like, okay, I've learned this part 
part of me and now I need to focus on this side of me to figure out what how how do I best make decisions mm-hmm. um how do I best communicate when I'm frustrated or communicate when I'm happy or when I'm sad things like that and one thing now I'm leading a team and so that's you know much different than it, than it was three years ago and this is a new team and so making sure that as a leader that I'm leading properly right that I'm you know the way the people that poured into me and that saw something in me how do I make sure that's reflected to my team and make sure that they feel poured into you know and and respected and just trusted and things of that nature so it's a balancing act but um, nonetheless I've just learned over time that authenticity is the most important thing to me and if I can be my best self and my you know, if I can be the most authentic me that there can be, then that's what I want to focus on. And so when I look at a journal entry from three, four years ago, and I look at my journal entry from last night, I'm like, wow, Jasmine, you have really grown. And I'm yeah. just proud of that. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. And I wanted to say, um, just rewind, you mentioned your dad and you're speaking very fondly of him. Share a little bit about your family dynamic. Are your parents here in Georgia? Do you have any brothers or sisters? Yes. And so um, I am a product of four. (laughs) And so I have an older sister, an older brother, um, and a younger brother. We're all kind of spread out. Uh, My older brother actually coaches for Brookwood High School. Oh. Yeah. So that's really exciting. And my sister and uh, my little brother, they both live outside of Georgia and they're doing really great things. But um, my family dynamic is a little different. So um, when I was growing up, my mother... Um, was she um, got sick when I was 13 um, passed away when I was 15 and so you know you had to grow up really quickly and um, so it took my siblings and I to really get close we got really really close our family's very close and um, we don't have a big family at all it's about 10 of us uh, and so Christmas dinners and things of that nature it's really beautiful because it's just the family yeah. dynamic is so small yet we are such such a close family dynamic and so my father um, I am such a big daddy's girl And I always say that he is the one that can really ground me in a way that helps me understand um, why things are happening the way they're happening in this moment. Um, Life is the best advice he's ever given me. And I will never forget this is um, I can't even tell you what I was complaining about. That's how small it was. was. Um, But he's like, Jasmine, life is going to happen. You don't have to worry about that. Like life is going to happen the way that it's supposed to happen. And, you know, if you continue to combat that, if you continue to um, try to to control everything, then you're only going to make life harder for yourself. So let life happen the way it's supposed to happen. Mm best advice ever um and that's so true because I am I can be I'm type a I can definitely be a control freak at times but um and my siblings were all very very different and like even my brother and I I, it's funny because um my oldest sister my little brother we always like you know they're the introverts of the family they're like you know they have a great time but you know networking is not their favorite (laughs) thing to do and then my older brother and I were very extroverted and we are like what's going on uh-huh. that's we're we're coming there. there we're gonna visit this we're gonna you know travel we're gonna do all these different things and so the dynamics of all four of us are very different but when we're all together it's like no time has passed um so that's really nice um but that that one advice just has helped me along the way just even with my siblings you know um we are all very different we all have different career paths but we support one another and being able to share that i think helps along the way and learn that you know continues to stick with us and motivate us absolutely mm-hmm. well i wrote that down life is going to happen and I know even coming from a world of planning I too am a planner (laughs) I'm a planner in advancer you want to kind of be able to forecast or predict and sometimes you just have to let let go of the reins and let it unfold absolutely and I'll say you know um, my background in sports to where I am now completely different we mentioned that earlier Um, 
I was very combative when I first started, you know, with the city of Lawrenceville. And I won't say with my job, but just in that season, I felt, you know, I went to school for sports. And that's a lot of young professionals, right? We go to college, we pick a major, and we're like, okay, that's what I'm going to major in. I majored in marketing. I'm going to be a mark. I'm going to do advertisement. I'm going to do this. Um, and then you get there, and you're like, okay, this is not what I expected. Yes. Um, this is a little bit harder. And I just am no longer this is not motivating me the way that I thought it was going to motivate me and so um taking that having that transition from sports to then local government was really hard for me at the time just because I didn't realize um just the impact that I can make in the local arena um and I didn't realize um how important it was um representation matters you know for little girls like me to see someone in a role that you know maybe they didn't see themselves in before and so those are just some different aspects that you know um I realized you know a couple of years ago that started journaling and saying, okay, Jasmine, op be open to the blessings that are coming towards you, you know, um, instead of being combative and trying to control everything because mm -hmm. you're only making things harder. And as soon as I did that, I think that's where the effortless kind of came. Mm -hmm. And that's where I started feeling like, okay, I'm passionate about people. So whatever that looks like, whatever career path that is, um, I know I'm going to be happy in that because people are what motivates me. People are what um, is what drives me to just collaborate and cultivate and connect, you know, and so being able to do that um, in lo the local arena and being able to make a bigger impact outside of just, you know, um, the sport arena is really important to me. You know, I think that um, if you love basketball, you're going to watch basketball games. However, if you're not a basketball fan, that's not something that you're going to be right. looking into, you know, and so being able to touch students from all different types, from the tech to the sports to the arts, it's really important to me and um, it just continues to motivate me. Absolutely. Yeah. Going back to the sports, just out of curiosity, because yeah. I know they have totally um, like uh, adult leagues for softball <laughs> and stuff. Are you still active in either track or softball? I am not. Um, I do go to Orange Theory. Shout out to you yeah, for yeah. <laughs> um, go Orange Theory. But we'll um, have to catch a class together. I know. We definitely Is there one in to. Lawrenceville? There's one in um, yeah in Snellville. Okay. Yeah, I go to the Webgen. The Webgen that's one. That's, that's yeah. Yes, that's right down the street. Duluth. Shout out to Jalen. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm mm -hmm. in the Flowery Branch area now, so I okay. tend to go to the Buford one or Gainesville, but let's coordinate a class. Let's coordinate. Chase and I are coordinating a class, too, so I think we're all Is she at Orange Theory, She is. Stop it. Yes. I take full credit for both of their <laughs> memberships. Thank you. Orange As Theory. you should. I'm just um, You have been the best promoter for them, but... Um, Isn't it a wonderful atmosphere? It's it is. so energetic, and I just feel so invigorated when I leave. Yes. Yes. And I'll say this. Um, I stopped working out after running track in college, you know, just because being a student athlete in college is a different ball game. And I loved it. I will say that it was um, the most fun. I have some of my best friends come from that um, from that season of my life. However, um, I don't want to work out like that ever again yeah. and so um I took some time off but and you know I, I don't join leagues or anything like that but I support my friends who do mm -hmm. um I don't want to run a long time so I'll go to Orange Theory get yeah. on a treadmill for 12 minutes <laughs> yep. and then go on to the next my session block. yep yep um, and so yeah so but I do enjoy um I'm very competitive I love that and so during the pandemic actually one of my really good girlfriends and I um we started playing tennis uh -huh. And so I've never played tennis before. And so it's been really fun because I'm learning something new. Yeah. And yes, there's a lot of running. There's 
a lot of coordinating and what I'm learning too is tennis is very different from track and you have to speak and if you're a team then you have to speak to one another right. as track is more of a um, solo solo right. yes although there's a team dynamic there for like different relay races you still have that solo in your own mind kind of you know get it done and so um, learning how to do that has been a really good um, a good time and it also just brings us closer together we're able to you know go play in Cobb County somewhere with other women and mm -hmm. just involve ourselves and invigorate ourselves as actually um, in just a sport that we've never played before. played before and we're not that great but we've won matches and nice. we're like girl let's go celebrate afterwards says <laughs> Mama says <laughs> yeah you are in good company because our producer Mike behind you is an all-star tennis player Mike. I will tell you he breaks rackets he breaks <laughs> records and he just gets out there and swings it nice. but I know he and his wife Tracy enjoy playing doubles and he's quite competitive it's himself, so, so much fun oh my god it's so much fun and so like I've gotten a rack I have a bag now I'm like getting tennis outfits I'm like okay <laughs> my friend Malia she's more of the like really competitive like girl we have to win this and I'm like what's our outfits gonna look like let's coordinate let's coordinate and she's like Jasmine we don't need to do that um yeah so it's definitely fun but I love you know um I love not having to be so serious about mm -hmm. it all the time, you know, but I still love Just the competitive aspect of it and it helps me keep me in shape. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I tip my hat to you for picking up a new sport. Hey, I mean, that sounds exciting. <laughs> so many people in my world are, are taking up tennis now. Mm -hmm. I used to play racquetball when I was younger with my okay. dad. I feel like it might be an easy transition. It probably will be. So, you should try it out. Try Come on. We can do doubles here in Gwinnett anytime. Doubles. <laughs> Jasmine, I know that I could talk to you for hours and hours, yes. but our segment is actually coming to an end. I wanted to ask you really quickly because you had talked so much about people that poured into you. Yes. If you are able to give a shout out or reference maybe one or two people that were paramount in your development and your road to success, who would those people be? And what are some of the leadership qualities that they exude that kind of attracted you to them as a mentor? Absolutely. Um, you know, I will be completely honest. I cannot just name two. Um, I have a lot of Shira a lot of heroes that have oh, poured into me heroes. yeah and so I really just can't name two but I'll tell you this and this is why um, and I have fabulous mentors that I can continue to connect with and they just um, are able to um, speak to me in a way that connects to me and helps me um, further grow into my career so I will say this one element of I feel like of all my mentors that I just value so much is that they hold me accountable and I think there's times where we all get comfortable at times or we all, um, you know, feel like, oh, my gosh, this great thing's happening. And, you know, now it's time to move on. What the big the best thing I've received from all of my mentors and my, my heroes, my heroes, is that it's OK to enjoy the moment, mm -hmm. you know, and it's OK to um, be grateful. And, you know, it's OK to also say, like, yes, I did that. And I'm very proud of myself. And that's really hard for me. It's really hard for me to celebrate myself. Mm -hmm. And that's the one thing I'm working on, you know, just because. I think celebrating yourself doesn't necessarily mean that you're not humble mm -hmm. but however my brain does not always connect the right. two or it does connect the two I'm sorry and so um, I'm just learning like I said to enjoy the hallways and they've just really held me accountable to do that and so um, I'm not that person that posts on social media 24 7 about the things that are happening and they'll they'll say hey GYP of the year I need you to you know make sure that you share you know and I'm like oh my god I know um, I'm so you know so it's just one of those things where every single one of them I'm just very grateful because they saw something in me like I said um, but they just held me accountable throughout this entire time in my career and I really enjoyed that and they continue to hold me accountable um, and they continue to just um, 
share things with me that enlighten me to the point where I want to and I feel the need to then pour that into others. And I think sometimes we think that, you know, um, how do we become leaders in this in this world? How do we um, work with other people and how do we make sure that, you know, we're also um, sharing the tools and resources that we have? And so I really try to make that my focal point, um, whether that's having coffee with anyone or just meeting and sitting down or doing things like this. Mm-hmm. I'm able to just share those words of wisdoms and um, those tips and tricks that I've learned along the way. And that's really important to me. And I've just I thank them for continuing to um, see that in me and to con- and continuing to hold me accountable along the way. I love that. Yeah. I'm big on accountability too. Mm-hmm. That's another reason why I'm drawn to Orange Theory Fitness is the accountability. Aspect. Yes, exactly. And they will hold you accountable. accountable. <laughs> and I would like to say, um, although you are humble, uh, we are on celebrating powerhouse <laughs> women today and we are celebrating all of your accolades and your success and your thank footprint you. here in Gwinnett and thank especially so in Lawrenceville, of course. Um, I wanted to ask you again, really quickly before we depart, mm-hmm. if there's any words of wisdom you would like to leave with our audience, you know, a large portion of our listeners are young professionals like ourselves. Mm-hmm. So anything that you think that they would find valuable to take away from this conversation? I will say be present in this moment. Um, allow yourself to um, be immersed in whatever you're touching and 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 just enjoy the life that you have right now because life's gonna change. And like my dad says, life's gonna happen. Um, however, enjoy this time, you know, in your life and be present in that moment and just um, continue to give back as much as possible. And it doesn't have to necessarily be a monetary um, situation. Um, share your words, share, your, share the challenges that you've learned along the way that can help somebody um, in their journey as well. So just being present and sharing is something that I would just leave everybody with because that's what that's the season that I'm in right now. So. I love it. And to reiterate the great words of Mr. Billings, life is going to happen. Absolutely. No matter what we do. Mm-hmm. For everybody out there listening, you can access these shows 24-7 on businessradiox.com. We are live every Friday at 1130 in the morning. Just select the Gwinnett Studio and listen live. Please subscribe wherever you enjoy your podcasts. So download Celebrating Powerhouse Women. We'd love to connect with you. I'd love to connect with you on LinkedIn, Amanda P-E-A-R-C-H. And until next time, for my beautiful guest, Jasmine, and our producer, Mike, I am Amanda, and this is Celebrating Powerhouse Women on Business Radio X.